Welcome to Messy Closet, the spiritual journey of Generation X. I'm Roseanne Carlo, and here we explore the 70s, 80s, and 90s in New York City, and the lessons my friends and I may or may not have learned. Welcome back to another episode, and it has just been a very strange 24 hours of news. And I don't know if you guys are the kind of people who, when you hear certain news, for some reason, music, a song, a certain song to describe the moment will get in your head and help you kind of cope with the news that you're hearing. And that has happened to me today after the news that I have been reading. The first bit being that Jeff Beck has passed away, and the second being that Lisa Marie Presley has been hospitalized because of cardiac arrest. So right now, as I'm hearing all of this news, all I can think is, but if this ever-changing world in which we're living makes you give in and cry, say live and let die, because I just think this news is absolutely devastating, particularly because last summer or fall, it was like October, right near me in Kingston, New York, and in Port Chester, New York, Jeff Beck and Johnny Depp were playing, and I could not get tickets, and I thought, well, they'll come back around again, and I always have that bucket list of regret, and I have that now because I... We'll never get to see Jeff Beck play. And it just, it just sucks. So he was born in Wallington, United Kingdom. Passed yesterday in East Sussex, United Kingdom. And it's been reported that Johnny Depp visited his bedside and he's really devastated. And they had a really great friendship or the, the quote in People Magazine is, They had a really tight friendship. They were extremely close. And I mean, they collaborated on an amazing album. Have you guys listened to 18? I'm just obsessed with it and so sad that his magic is gone from the world. I mean, it's just incredible to think that all of those videos, you know, and everyone was posting all the videos of Johnny Depp, the rock star, while Jeff Beck is back there shredding, you know, just doing his thing. So his most famous song is from 1975, Cause We've Ended As Lovers. Now before becoming like Jeff Beck, he rose to fame with the Yardbirds. He's been inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame both as a solo artist and a member of the Yardbirds. And, you know, he's obviously been described as one of the greatest guitarists of all time. And if you did not know this, his fingers and thumbs were famously insured for 7 million pounds, which would probably be about, what, 9 million U.S. dollars, and he was known as a keen innovator and pioneered jazz, 
rock, experimental with fuzz and distortion effects, and paved the way for heavier subgenres such as psych rock and heavy metal over the course of his career. He was an eight-time Grammy winner, recipient of the Ivar Novello for Outstanding Contribution to British Music, and he was, like I said, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame twice, solo and with the Yardbirds, and this all comes from The Guardian. And of course, there's beautiful, beautiful tributes to him. So Jimmy Page wrote, The six-stringed warrior is no longer here for us to admire the spell he could weave around our mortal emotions. Jeff could channel the music from the ethereal. His technique, unique. His imaginations, apparently limitless. Jeff, I will miss you along with your millions of fans. And Mick Jagger wrote, With the death of Jeff Beck, we have lost a wonderful man and one of the greatest guitar players in the world. We will miss him so much. And Rod Stewart, who actually toured with Jeff Beck, the Jeff Beck group in the late 60s, called him one of the few guitarists that when playing live would actually listen to me sing and respond, You were the greatest, my man. Thank you for everything. Gene Simmons called it heartbreaking news. No one played guitar like Jeff. Please get a hold of the first two Jeff Beck group albums and behold the greatness. R.I.P. And Ozzy, Ozzy Osbourne tweeted, I can't express how saddened I am to hear of Jeff Beck's passing. What a terrible loss for his family friends, his many fans. It was such an honor to have known Jeff and an incredible honor to have had him play on my most recent album. And I saw the end, Black Sabbath at the end tour with Ozzy and he was amazing. It was at Jones Beach, what you guys call the Nikon Theater. So, you know, seeing Ozzy play and seeing how amazing he was live with Black Sabbath and knowing Jeff Beck played with him, it just kind of adds to the greatness for me. And, you know, it was said that he and Johnny Depp really just, you know, were, were, were great friends. And I love that. I saw a video where he said, we're connected. I feel the same thing. There's a couple who very much helped me to keep sane and happy through the weirdness and that's Jeff and Sandra and that is Johnny Depp speaking about Jeff and his wife when he was going through a tough time and they were there for him as a friend and everybody needs just one or two people that will embrace you when you're going through a hard time so I know a lot of people are going to miss him. A lot of fans are going to miss him. So my love to all his family, closest friends, all the fans. We lost another great one. I hate when these legends just leave so unceremoniously and just leave us aching for more of their art. But such is life. So Lisa Marie Presley suffered a full cardiac arrest. This was first reported by TMZ and I'm looking at their site right now. It was updated to 1.43 p.m. Pacific time. So 
It says that a source with direct knowledge tells us Lisa Marie's housekeeper found her unresponsive in the bedroom and Lisa's ex-husband, Danny, performed CPR until the paramedics arrived and Danny and Lisa have been living together for quite some time. Now, slightly earlier, at 1.19 p.m. Pacific time, Priscilla arrived at the hospital. So the later report is just reporting that the CPR was given to her prior to her arriving at the hospital. But earlier than that, 12.05 p.m. Pacific time, Lisa Marie went into full arrest and someone administered epinephrine at the scene at least once to help her regain a pulse. Wow. So it's saying that her condition is unclear at the moment and obviously she is famously the daughter of Elvis Presley and Priscilla Presley and she was just at the Golden Globes with Priscilla and with Austin Butler because he won his Golden Globe for his portrayal of Elvis in the film Elvis and it said that you know he even had made them cry he was so much like Elvis in this movie which was incredible. So Lisa Marie is 54. She's a singer-songwriter, and she has three children, and that includes actress Riley Keogh, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. So she owns and operates Elvis Presley Enterprise. Well, she did until 2005 when she sold off all of the business, and she still owns Graceland. So this is really scary because, you know, she's only 54 years old. She's very young. And I'm just I'm just hoping that that she'll be okay because I know that she also did just suffer a loss with her son. So her son died by suicide in 2020 so this is just about like three years and you know she had said me and my daughter's lives as we knew it were completely detonated and destroyed by his death we live this every single day so you know I don't know if there's really such a thing as like you know, your, your heart really can be broken over things and, and this can do this to you. This kind of stress and grief can do these things to you at a young age. But I just, my heart goes out to her and I really do hope that she recovers and, you know, can, can just go on and keep, keep doing, you know, doing her songwriting and, and, be there for her daughters because this is just a terrible thing to have happen. I do feel really terrible and, you know, really stress and, and loss and shock and grief can just physically cause so much stress. Now, I'm not saying that that's the cause of anything. I'm clearly not a doctor. I'm just saying that she's been dealing with a ton of heartbreak. And I did a little research, and there actually is a condition called broken heart syndrome, and there are some symptoms listed. 
So 10FAQ or 10fact.com, which is a health website, says that there are 10 broken heart syndrome symptoms. And it says on their website that a broken heart is more than just about feeling down because you've been hurt or or lost somebody close. It can also be a very real medical condition that can lead to potentially serious symptoms. Broken heart syndrome is thought to be caused when the body releases more stress hormones than usual, and these have an impact on the functioning of the heart. Fortunately, broken heart syndrome is usually quite short-lived, lasting for just a few days or maybe a few weeks at the most. The vast majority of patients will make a full recovery with no long-term damage. Regardless, it is still something that should be monitored. So it says that you can have angina and there's a fainting is one of the symptoms. Weakness is a symptom. Shortness of breath. This can all come from stress. Low blood pressure, which I thought high blood pressure came from stress, but again, not a doctor. Arrhythmia. Interesting. And these are not just like from broken heart syndrome. You can obviously get these from other health issues. Again, not a doctor. Sweating. Yeah, you can get sweating from running. So that's just logic. But nausea, which can come from also a lot of things cardiogenic shock and that's a condition where the heart is not able to pump properly so I don't know and also heart failure and that's different from a heart attack a heart attack occurs when the supply of blood to the heart is stopped whereas heart failure means that the heart is unable to pump blood as well as it should and this can be caused by various conditions problem with the heart muscle to blockages in the body's blood vessels. So obviously I am not a doctor. I was just looking into things and I understand that she just suffered an incredibly traumatic loss in her life. And remember as a child, she also suffered the traumatic loss of her father dying. She was very young, six or seven. So She's had, you know, some things to overcome in life. And I think that the passing of a child really changes a person. So, you know, forever my heart will go out to her. And I really do wish her a very speedy recovery. In 1969... Elvis Presley released the song In the Ghetto from his album Elvis in Memphis. And there was a second version of it where Lisa Marie sang along with his vocals and had a video out. And this was actually pretty haunting and quite beautiful. And I'm looking and looking for the year that they put this duet together, but I cannot find it, like the exact year. The year was 2007, and she also did a duet 
Daddy, don't cry. And I do remember that. And yes, did make me cry. And hearing their voices together was really amazing. I mean, that's the one wonderful thing about like technology. I mean, I'm sure they could do anything, you know, with vocals in the record industry. You know, even back then, they could do a lot of great things now, too. But hearing the two voices together, there is also that duet between Natalie Cole with Nat King Cole, unforgettable, amazing to hear the voices together, amazing to have that lineage. You know, I think that she is one of the very few people who didn't jump into the spotlight simply because of who her father was, who her mother was. You know, she kept her talent very close to her and she is very talented by, you know, the songs we've seen her put together. And I always thought, you know, she was such a mix of Elvis's handsome features and Priscilla's beautiful features. And she just had this beauty and mystique that I wanted growing up. And seeing her at the Golden Globes recently, she still has that mystique. So, you know, again, I wish her well. And that's, you know, this ever-changing world. There's always something that comes out of nowhere and shocks you. And today it was Jeff Beck and Lisa Marie Presley. And, you know, growing up with Gen X, especially Elvis Presley music, you know, in the United States, Elvis Presley music, the king of rock and roll, was everywhere. It was in movies. People still had some Elvis records if they managed to hold on to it. You know, people were going to Elvis concerts in the 70s, right? I was born one year I was one, one when he he passed away. I was, yeah, one years old. So people were still going to his concerts for a very small portion of my lifetime. But, you know, I grew up hearing, oh, you know, Elvis and he'd wear these jumpsuits and you got to see these these glasses and the, the, the pork chop, mutton chop sideburns. And, you know, in the 80s, they didn't show a lot of Elvis footage. I'm not really sure why. So if you did manage to catch a glimpse, maybe of like an old magazine photograph with an old article written about him, you could do that. They never showed his original performance. Like I, we heard rumors about him on the Ed Sullivan show performing Hound Dog and the viewers got to see the full Elvis, but during the segment, you know, they didn't show that on TV. So the closest that we ever got to seeing something like that was Forrest Gump, when apparently Elvis saw Forrest dancing and, you know, took on the dance moves. So that, and then Elvis, 
this new movie closest we will ever get to see that because the footage, I guess, doesn't exist. It was just the live audience at the Ed Sullivan show. And that was September 9th, 1956. And of course, Elvis's character was featured in the 2005 movie Walk the Line about Johnny Cash and June Carter. So, you know, there's just so much history surrounding Lisa Marie Presley. And it is, you know, just rock and roll American history. So, you know, her her father was the king of rock and roll and she is the princess of rock and roll. So I'm just hoping that she's getting the rest she needs to recover. And yeah, this ever-changing world is throws us off balance sometimes. You know, we we seem to get personally attached to celebrities, artists, musicians, actors, actresses, and genuinely do care when things happen to them, like they pass or they're hurt. It's a weird, weird thing. It's almost like we feel as though we know them. That's why we have our favorites and the ones we don't like and the ones, you know, we can tolerate. It's it's pretty amazing how, you know, people that don't know other people, such as certain celebrities, can form opinions. And I've done it myself, but we all do. We all kind of watch how people behave and form our own opinion. And if you, like me, have a podcast, we'll sit here and give that opinion. (laughs) But we will also give that opinion to friends and family if, you know, they have the same kind of interests that we do. But it does amaze me how sad I am to hear about both Jeff Beck and Lisa Marie Presley. And, you know, the other celebrities that I have done tribute or get well podcasts to. You do know a small part of them because they're letting you in through their art. So that is how I feel about this ever-changing world. And, you know, a piece of Gen X just got a little more twisted today just got a little stranger just got a little more real that we are in a stage where things like this are going to continue to happen and we're going to get more news about our favorite celebrities passing being injured and we are we're going to be worried about our favorite people we really are and we're going to show concern And at least on a human level, there is still that. So if you, like me, are a bit devastated about Jeff Beck and wish Lisa Marie Presley's speedy recovery, then we should be friends because we need more compassion in the world. Like I say at the end of every episode, like I will right now, Thanks for tuning in to Messy Closet. And don't forget, truly, to keep art and keep love alive. <laughs>